The Celtics tried, maybe a little too hard, and they got a bad case of deja vu in Golden State. We'll talk about this tough, tough loss right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day, and I'm here for you every day, even with this bonus podcast after a tough loss to the Golden State Warriors, a game that we all kind of built up and thought this was the message. This was the one. They're going to go out there and they're going to wax these guys. Look at what they just did to Phoenix. And no, no, they lost 123 to 107. I'm going to talk about it. I'm John Corrales. I used to play professional basketball. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Crack Sauce, C-R-A-I-C, made in Lowell, Massachusetts. You can see it here on YouTube, made in Lowell, Massachusetts, by a Celtics season ticket holder. Use the promo code Locked On. Locked On gets you 10% off these orders. If you're looking for a gift, you don't know what to buy somebody, and somebody that you know loves hot sauce, this is better than just regular hot sauce. This is flavorful. It's big, bold, built different. Check it out and support a Celtics season ticket holder. Great flavors. This stuff really is great. Like I use it. This is not something that I'm just like selling. I use it. So the Celtics, uh, tough one here for uh, for Boston. And in, in, I think in this podcast, because I have tomorrow's podcast as well, the Monday podcast, before we get into the Clippers and the Lakers, Monday and Tuesday night in Los Angeles to wrap up this road trip. I feel like for this podcast, and just the general sense of, of, of this game where a lot of people, and, and I'm sure this podcast is not going to do great because this is a tough loss uh, and people are pissed off. So I think first off, I, I I do want to be the counterbalance and, and just say, hey, look, it's it's really not that bad. It's one loss. The Celtics are still the best team in the league. They are, they, you know, it, it sucks that they lost in very similar way to the way they lost in the finals. And I think that's triggering a lot of people. It's the Warriors. It's this this damn Golden State team. It's Steph Curry hitting a last second shot and turning his head around without uh, looking at the ball going through and he's dancing a little bit and it's Draymond Green yapping and it's Clay Thompson going off and it's the turnovers and Jason Tatum playing absolutely poorly. One of his worst games, maybe the worst game of the season. It's all that same stuff. It's bringing back these bad memories for people. People are a little in their feelings about this one. Okay, fine. That's I'm not gatekeeping fandom. If you're in your feelings about it too, that's fine. I'm just here to tell you that it's not that bad. It's one game and it's not that bad. And I think ultimately my takeaway from this game is they tried, I think too hard. A lot of people have the reaction of, Oh, they didn't show up for this game. No, I don't think that's true. They showed up. I think they showed up in, in, in a lot of ways. This is actually a good lesson. 
they Jalen Brown admitted this after the game. Jalen Brown after the game was great. He said that we we played like we had this game circled for a long time instead of coming in and just playing our game. That's such a great quote from Jalen. Talking about how they played tense. And I think sometimes when you want something so bad, you you tense up. You get that, oh, oh, God, I want this so bad. Oh, you get that feeling in you. And it's like, you know what? Think what the Celtics need in a situation like this is not this revenge-driven kind of, oh, we owe you. And we're going to come in here and I'm going to take dream on and I'm going to take Steph and all oh, the things we're going to do. Those guys. they don't, you don't need that attitude. What you need is, Hey, you know what? We're the Boston Celtics. And when we're buzzing, you can't stop us when we're going the way we always like when we're playing the way we played against Phoenix, you can't stop us. Look at you guys. You guys are, are losing to nobody's. So the Celtics came in and said, we want this game so bad. And they started to do the things that they did in the finals. They wanted to win the finals really badly. And once again, Malcolm Brogdon said after the game, they did some things, they switched, they funneled us into the lane. They funneled us, funneled us into the bigs. And we took the bait. Once again, we're talking about the Celtics taking the bait. And this goes back to the conversation I was having with Tom Westerholm, which is this Celtics team is in that young and hungry stage of being a contender. And while they learned a ton of lessons and I'm I'm impressed with how they're applying a lot of these lessons. They're still in that that they're they're young and hungry and, and maybe a little too hungry, and and they do take that bait. And I think Tatum, who is having an MVP level season so far, it's still early mid December, but so far you keep seeing like the NBA MVP ladder. He's at the top of that for good reason. He's having an amazing season. But Tatum actually took the bait. He got sucked into the same things that the Warriors sucked him into into the finals. And I'll tell you one thing, Jalen Brown did not. Jalen Brown, who had the best quotes after the game, I think he was the one who could have the best quotes after the game because he was the one that didn't play in, in, that, in that same fashion. Got to give a ton of credit to Jalen Brown. Because he came in, I was, I think the most impressive part about him in this game was that he calmly took what the defense gave him and, and he didn't try to do too much. Trying to do too much against the Warriors is what leads to these turnovers and the mistakes and giving up the backdoor cuts. And Jalen did give up a backdoor cut. I think by that point, the game was kind of. It was very frustrating. It was the fourth quarter, and it was kind of like that was in the, if I'm not mistaken, the 7-0 run. The Celtics made an 11-2 run in the fourth quarter to cut it to eight, and then the Warriors put a 7-0 run together after that. I think the backdoor cut that Jalen gave up was in that spurt, and 
at that point, the frustration was already in there. And and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill Jalen over that. I think Jalen had obviously he had the best game because he had 31 points and no one else had more than 18. That's that was Tatum who shot 28%, 29%, 22% from two. I mean, J- Jason was four of seven from from the free throw line. He missed three free throws, two of them at a point where it could have cut that eight point lead to six. So he was definitely that was a, such an aberration from Tatum. But Jalen had such a great game because he didn't get too deep. He actually, I think, learned the lesson from last year. He didn't get too deep. He said, "Oh, you're stopping me. I'm going to turn around and hit this fadeaway jumper at the free throw line that I've perfected." And he he hit those. He had a, a bunch of mid range shots. Think. We have to start looking at Jalen Brown now as kind of in the same class as DeMar DeRozan and the other mid-range masters, right? Chris Paul, he's starting to kind of knock on that door. And I think that's a good place to live. It's okay to live there because Jalen is hitting those shots at such a high rate. That that's a great shot for him. It's important for people who may not understand why the mid range went away and why it's not why it's frowned upon. You know, from a from an analytic standpoint, the analytics say that it's it's an inefficient shot because most people don't hit it at a high enough rate for it to be worth taking. But Jalen hits it at over fifty percent. And if you're hitting that at over 50%, go ahead, take it. You are the exception to the rule. So I like that Jalen saw, oh, they're funneling me this way, and they've got, oh, they're getting a lot of help, and they're going to meet me at the rim. I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. And he turned around and hit those mid-range shots. And that's that's where I think either you take those mid-range shots and hit them, or you get off the ball and swing it. Jalen was hitting those shots. Tatum had had multiple possessions where he drove and he missed the layup, but he could have just swung the ball. And this goes to what Jalen was saying after the game where he was asked, did you try too hard? And he said, that's probably a fair way to characterize it. That these guys were maybe a little too amped and trying to do a little too much and maybe trying to show a little too much on national TV. How many times have I said it over the past couple of days? ABC, national TV. That That's like super national TV because everybody gets to see it. It's not just people with cable. So I do think that, hey, the Warriors are great at doing stuff like that. They, they obviously, you win championships knowing that that's, that's how you can play. And that you can do that to teams. And they got great performances out of guys like Jonathan Kaminga and, um, you know, Draymond Green hit shots and Jordan Poole, you know, got to the line 10 times. And even though he wasn't shooting great, they got 20 points out of him. Obviously, Steph and Clay are going to be the guys and they, they scored 66 points, but. I do think that the Celtics 
overall, that's my overall, my overall overarching takeaway. As far as the game, as far as the, the X's and O's and stuff like that, I, I do have to say that I, I really disagree, and I'm not the only one who said this, I really disagree with the Celtics drop coverage. The, the decision to play Blake, Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin actually played okay. You know, like he, 13 points, seven rebounds and assists, shot four or five, one of one from three, hit the one three-pointer that he took, four or five from the line. That's fine. Overall, he played fine. But for all of that, for the 13 points, he was still a minus three. And a minus three, I think, oh, I mean, everybody on the on the, the team basically was a minus, except for Noah Vonley and Justin Jackson in garbage time. But why was Blake a minus? Because I think the drop coverage, it just let Steph and Clay walk into shots. And it feels like the the goal of the defense was to uh draw those guys in and 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 make them shooters and not passers and after the after the game Joe Mazzula said you know we could have taken away their their cuts and their transition and their second chance points and and he's absolutely right like you look at everything that you could have taken away and even with those guys scoring points you you could have you could have still won the game so it's hard for me to just flat out argue with him however the like okay to, to his point second chance points warriors 21 boston 7 the celtics gave up 11 offensive rebounds which in and of itself is fine 11 offensive rebounds is actually okay. Most teams, I think the, the league leader is giving up around 10 or 11. So there are going to be about that many offensive rebounds just in a game in general. The fact that those 11 turned into 21 points, that's the outrageous part. Like It's one thing to give up the offensive rebound, but you can't let them convert all of those. And the fast break points, 19 to 11 Warriors. Points in the paint, 46 to 38 Warriors, which goes along with the fast break points. Generally, your fast break points are layups. But I still contend that the letting the shooters, Clay and Steph, step into open shots, step into clean looks, that opens everything else up and that opens up your defense and the defense has a reaction to that. And that leads to some of this other stuff. I really do believe that. So I don't think it's a coincidence that when Blake Griffin came off the floor twice, the Celtics turned around and had multiple steals, consecutive steals. There was, he came off the floor at one point in the second quarter when I had tweeted out, this probably isn't a Blake game. And then he and then he made a great play on, on offense. And I said, of course, this is a great Blake, Blake game. I was joking around. But then he comes off the floor and they had steal, steal, steal. Because they're able to switch a lot more on defense. 
and take advantage of that. Then he came off in the third quarter and steal, steal, two in a row. And then Blake never came back in, uh, in the game. So that was an admission by Joe Mazzulla. Like, we, we wanted more speed. We needed more speed. He, he very clearly saw, ah, this is not working with Blake. You can't switch with him because Steph Curry is going to roast him. So you have to play drop. And he played so far down because he can't play up to touch because he's too slow. So he has to stay way back. It just, unless you have Marcus Smart, and like Marcus Smart, you angle Marcus Smart on the pick and he has to go under. If you set the right pick at the right angle, you force a guy to go under against drop coverage. I mean, that early on, there's, boy, I'm all over the place right now. When the Celtics are defending the pick and roll in drop coverage, when Blake's all the way down, you can say, okay, we're going to chase over the top and hopefully have like a rear view contest, which if somebody's shooting, you're just kind of bothering him from behind and say, hopefully that's going to be enough to, to get enough misses. But the adjustment is to simply set the pick at the right angle and Okay, I can hear you saying, yeah, John, also set a moving screen. Fair, fair enough. Some of those were moving screens. But you set the pick at the angle that forces a guy to go under. And when you go under the screen, that gives Steph and Clay just enough room to get their shot off clean. So I just think that that was a mistake by Joe Mazzulla. And I can understand making it at the beginning. I can understand at halftime or going into the half, you say, okay, you look at that and you say, okay, mm, eh, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. The fact that he came out in the third quarter and did it again, that's where I have a problem with, with what Joe Mazzula did. And I think the admission came after that when, when Blake subbed out and never came back in. But, that's just one element. That's like the obvious element. But I don't think the drop coverage was the be-all, end-all. And that was the reason. The Celtics had those two consecutive uh, plays where they gave up transition buckets. And you, you just can't do that. Uh, the Like I said, the second chance points, absolutely you don't want to give that up. And most importantly, the Celtics gave up Okay, you, if you clean that up a little bit and you you don't give up 123 points, if you clean that up a little bit and you give up 100 and, 113 points, let's just say you clean up 10 points, the Celtics at 107 very easily could have, well, <laughs> they missed eight free throws and they were 12 of 40 from three. They had a cold shooting night, but they didn't move the ball. Just play your normal game. And they can win this game. So, in conclusion, while I think it's very disappointing to have watched these guys lose in a similar fashion to the Warriors in Golden State, you have this uh, this this kind of like like I said, triggering feeling of oh god, it's the Warriors, and and we built it up, we built up this game. 
to be something huge where it's, oh, it's the Warriors. They're going to send a message. They're going to send this big mess. And they didn't. And so everybody's like a little extra disappointed. I'm not, I'm disappointed in the fact that they, they did a lot of the same things wrong. When they lose, this is what they look like when they lose. I'm upset that they took the bait again. Uh, I'm, I think that there's some decision-making that, that could be better, but in the end, minus the garbage time, that late run kind of makes it look worse. The Celtics played poorly and they still got it down to eight in the fourth quarter. I don't think it's that bad. Like I think the Celtics have within them the ability to see this and recognize this and get to a point where they they learn that hard lesson and say, okay, every time we do this, we lose. Every time we do this, we win. The losses look the same. The wins look the same. So Jalen was right. Jalen was right after the game. We didn't move the ball. We didn't play our game. And that's what cost them. So I hope that that makes you feel a little bit better. I know what will make you feel better. It's crack sauce, C-R-A-I-C, crack sauce. Made in Lowell, Massachusetts by a Celtics season ticket holder. So you're supporting a Celtics, a fellow Celtics fan. You're supporting Massachusetts employees. You're supporting Massachusetts farms where this, these ingredients come from. These are, these are hot sauces that you can cook with. These are ingredients, not just toppings. These are ingredients. Big, bold, built different hot sauce that I personally I really, really love. And they also have a new limited edition Aji Punch sauce available, which people are putting on pie and ice cream and pancakes and in cocktails. It is sweet heat. If you don't believe me, you can go, if you're a local, you can go to the Black Rose before game. There are a bunch of home games coming up when they come back from this trip. There's like two weeks of, two, yeah, two weeks of home games. Go to the Black Rose for dinner. They have it. Ask for it. Try it. If you want to pick it up, if you want to talk to them, go to the uh, SOA Winter Market in South Boston. They're there. You can talk to everybody from Crack Sauce. You can ask questions. But I'm telling you everything you need to know. Locked on is a promo code for 10% off. Buy some for yourself. Make it a unique gift for somebody who loves this kind of stuff. Crack Sauce, C-R-A-I-C, sauce.com. Locked on for 10% off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with a uh, full podcast, full 30-minute podcast, which is generally Monday through Friday, 30-minute podcasts for you covering the Celtics. If you're new, if you're just joining the show, if you're just discovering this podcast, hopefully you enjoy it enough to subscribe. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere podcasts exist. So subscribe, please, if you're here because you're a regular listener and a regular regular subscriber. First of all, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Now, share the podcast for me. Tell your friends and family and everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.